Hi everyone and welcome. This is episode number two and today we'll be looking at a topic of trust, specifically trusting in your inner wisdom. So the things that I'd like to cover or points kind of about trust is really what is it that we are trusting in? What does it really mean to trust? And why is it so difficult? Why is there so much resistance around trusting? And how do we get better at it? So those are kind of things where I'd like to flow into today. So as we dissect a bit the concept of trust, for many of us, Trust is a word that brings up lots of past experiences in which possibly may not have been pleasant. There's been mistrust, there's been betrayal, there's been so much that we've been, that we've experienced possibly that has programmed our minds to think that it is not safe to trust. And so our journey really at the moment is repatterning that, restructuring that, or we'd say rewiring this in your mind. And remembering that within each of us, we have an inner guidance system, a divine wisdom that surpasses the intelligence of the mind. And our evolution is about reconnecting to this wisdom, to learning to use this system as our default system rather than the mind or the control of the mind. And so the difficulty in, in this part, I would say, of, of our journey is re-establishing what it means to trust. The deeper you go inwards, the more work you do within, the more that you develop the, the muscle or the skill that allows you to trust more. Because it is unfamiliar. When there is unfamiliarity or unknown, the mind and the protective system that we've built kicks in and takes over. And so the practice, your inward practice, your practice of being silent, of presence, allows you to quiet and or even observe simply your, or your protective nature and gently coax it to release some of its reins so that you can listen to a different voice, which is the inner guidance. Now, your inner guidance, I'd like to think of it like it's my golden compass. It is my GPS that tells me or guides me gently in the best path for me, for my growth, for my soul's growth, 
you know, fulfilling everything that I've wanted since I was born or before I was born. Fulfilling our purpose or the things that we want, if we kind of dissect that a bit, I'm just going to take a little detour here. Um, many of us want, we want many things and, and it, it's okay, but those things all lead to a few a few basic principles that we want. We want happiness. We want joy. We want peace. We want to live a life that feels fulfilled, that has purpose. So those are the things that our souls know we want. And so it has kind of set a course for us, if you will, that will lead us to that. Now, along that path, this course that we walk, we are not, we don't know what that looks like. We don't know the lessons we have to go through. We don't know what we need to learn. But this is what happens is that we are going to encounter experiences in which propel us in our growth, some of which are pleasant, some of which are not so pleasant by judgment of the mind. <laughs> Um, when you, you do more work, you get to see that there was never a wrong path. There was never a wrong direction. Each choice we make leads to something. It leads to some lesson, some, some wisdom that we've gained from it, if we're willing to see it in that perspective. When we or at the beginning stages of our spiritual path, of our growth, we, the mind hasn't yet mm, perceived, cannot perceive that it's safe to trust yet, that it's safe to trust in the unknown, the unknown. And so it seeks to control because that's its job. It likes to control. It likes to know, it, it needs to know. The mind, the way it works is, it remembers everything. It's like your subconscious is like a sponge. It has the, all the records of everything that ever, has ever happened to you. Whether you recall this consciously or not, it remembers. And therefore, it works on that level. It goes, mm, no, are you sure you really want to, you know, listen to your heart? Because the last time you listened to your heart, you actually ended up in that relationship. And that caused you to feel this and that. And, and you went through this and that. So I don't know that it's safe to trust your heart. So that's kind of how the mind goes through that relationship with whomever it was. There were some great lessons that needed to you go to, for you to go through to do a healing process for you to go through some karmic lessons, whatever that was that needed to happen, every relationship, everything that you ever will encounter was there in your path to propel you forward. But until you become aware that things happen for this reason, you will keep repeating them. And so if you feel that you cannot trust your heart, you're going to always put yourself in positions or life will show you that it's not safe to trust. Therefore, you will continuously create opportunities and experiences in which you will bring in people who will mistrust you or betray you. 
and, and I, don't, I want to go into that too too much. I feel that that's going to be a topic on its own, the mirroring um, of life. But for now, understand that the mind really seeks to protect you. Now, your inner guidance system speaks to you through intuition. And for myself, it's been a journey of learning to trust it, to trust what comes through, to trust this wisdom that I have but the mind goes "Mm." as soon as I allow myself to have a little bit of doubt everything that I all this all the hits I got all my intuitive senses get shut down automatically and it's my job to exercise that to exercise in a way to say okay when when my doubt comes in it's like no 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 I get to choose I'm in control of that at least of what I think So if I allow the doubt to overcast my intuition, my impulses that I receive from my my inner self, my higher self, then my system won't trust my intuition. It's going to go against me. So the more you let doubt, like I said, overcome it, the intuition muscles get weaker. And your whole system then doubts your intuition. And that's a sense of betrayal because you're going against your own guidance system. And so the, your job as you deepen your inner awareness is to get familiar with the ways in which your inner guidance speaks to you. And little by little, you do different things to test it out. You go, okay, so if I go this way because... This is what my sense is. What happens? Keep remembering that you're always safe. You're never gonna you're never gonna be put in situation in which it is like your intuition will never guide you into a situation that is dangerous for you. So if a situation feels dangerous for you, can you say my well, intuition set this? That might not be your intuition. So again, it's about learning these skills. So it's about building it. The hardest the hardest part is navigating to navigate this is is re- it's about letting go of control. So coming back to last week's um, discussion on letting go, you're going this keeps coming because for trust exists you need to let go of what the control system that your mind um, has set in place and you're asking your whole system to trust a new navigation system that is unfamiliar that is unknown and not predictable now intuitive hits go against at the beginning logic they feel non-logical they're like they don't really make sense in the way that we the way the mind assumes sense looks like because the mind is based on sets of knowns on things past experience on on things being predictable and so when intuition kicks in we don't know the direction it's not predictable and so to the mind that's dangerous or that's fearful And so that's where it becomes a bit of a battle inside until you learn at the beginning to bypass the mind and go, 
yeah, I know it feels uncomfortable and I know it feels like this, like you gotta have some sort of inner dialogue and that's how it helps me. It's like, okay, I can feel you're afraid. I can feel this is unsettling, but this also feels right by my gut, by my inside. And I'm going to just step into this unknown for a little bit and see how I feel. And as you do that little bit by little bit, your mind goes, mm, it wasn't so bad. So it's like, you're learning a relationship with your mind and your intuition and they become friends instead of enemies because you can't get rid of your mind. <laughs> You'll never be without your thoughts and you need that. And at the same time, you also need your intuition because that's what guides you. That's what your higher guidance is all about. So your journey becomes how to merge these two together, the mind and the body, which because the intuition speaks to you through your body senses, through everybody's intuition is a bit different and you'll learn yours, like whether you'll hear something, whether you'll just know something without knowing why you know it, uh, you'll get a hit, you'll get these impulses to do something, these inspiration, these spurts, and you'll be like, wow, what was that? And you feel really excited. That's when you know your intuition's talking to you. And you'll see how long it lasts. For some of you, it'll last maybe a day. Some of you, maybe it'll last a few seconds and before doubt kicks in. But if you don't act on those impulses, then the mind has time to kind of convince you that it was not really what it was. And then that's what I said, you, you lose that trust factor. When the mind understands that the source of your guidance comes from within you, not outside of you. Because don't forget, sometimes we'll think, oh, our higher guidance comes from our spirits or our guidance systems outside of ourselves because we still think that we're separate, that the source of, of the creator, the God, the, the, the source of divine wisdom comes from outside of us. It's a greater source, yes, but it is within us. We are extensions of this source. It is within us. And as we remember this and we recognize this, the mind feels less threatened because when it thinks it's a source outside of us, it adds another element of trust there that we need to trust in something else. And that's where every experience that is had of trusting in others was betrayal or was, was not safe to do that, then it makes it harder to, for the system to trust. I hope this is making sense. Um, for some of you are resonating at least. Like I said, trust is a big subject. We can go on forever and ever and ever on this. But if you can remember that it is like a muscle, you must entrain it. And for some of you, if the word trust really brings up a lot of triggers, brings up a lot of and it's not a word that, that resonates with you, like it, it just is too strong of a word right now, then use another word. I think one of my friends uses the word entrusts or, uh, you know, like any, any, any words that would work for you as you develop this. And when you, you ask yourself to trust and you feel an inside unsettling in you, sit with that unsettled feeling, breathe into it. Because it's just the fear that's needs to, that has to go. And so what happens is the system, your body is recognizing or remembering, perhaps on a cellular level even, so you're not conscious of it, a time, a, a fear. 
And as you breathe in and you breathe out and you are willing to feel it, feel the uncertainty, feel the uncomfortableness, it will go because you are choosing to trust. That means this is where you are in control of what you're thinking or what you want is that I'm allowing the fear to run through. I can feel it, but I know that I am not this fear. I know that this is a fabric of my mind remembering something that was past. I now in this moment choose to trust that this is different. And that's what I mean by building. It builds. And at one point, what will happen is you'll get a moment where your mind is totally on board with you and you're like, it'll feel like a, it'll be a, a connection. It's where the mind and the body and the soul kind of just go are on one line, meaning they are aligned with each other. And it's like, it's like Humpty Dumpty went back together again. It, it just, it just all connects and it's like, bang. And it might be for a moment. It might be for a day or two and it might be for longer. But that sense of trust, that sense of like, wow, it's an empowered feeling. And when there's trust within yourself, with yourself, then that trust is emanated through you. That means that you're going to attract people that are trustworthy. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's because it emanates through you, your vibration. So that the more you trust you, the more people will trust you. That you'll be having conversations with people that will be easier because there will be a trust factor there. So it always comes back to ourselves. Always, always, always. So I'm going to pause here because there's so much more that I want to speak about. But for now, we'll leave it here. Oh, one last point I think I want to do here is if you can remember the things that build trust, like for me, I was like, I needed to know what builds the trust. And it was being consistent, being consistent with my own practice of always showing up for myself and going, okay, I'm, I'm now, you know, exercising a different level of trust here and have compassion with the resistance that might be there but keep showing up. So be committed to wanting to build this relationship with yourself. Be patient because you're breaking through a lifetime of patterns. And for some of us, many lifetimes of pattern. They're karmic bonds and, and ex like experiences that need to be cleared that the mind cannot even perceive. And so when you can just navigate this for a bit and try it out, try it out every day, just little bit by little bit, you trust a little bit more. And when you don't trust, ask yourself, what am I not trusting here? What is feels unsafe? And sometimes you might be in a situation where it is unsafe and that's what your, int your intuition is saying. So you have to discern. But it is a new language. It's a new method of communication. But it's amazing when you do it. Okay, so I've created two different meditations 
for this part. One that is separate um, and a, that I've sent to you is how to release the fear and doubt as it arises when you begin to hear your inner guidance. And this particular one is what I'll be doing is guiding you into a dip, deeper state of listening or presence because there's no clear path that gets you to like what I experience as my own way of hearing guidance will be different than yours but the only way really is to be able to allow yourself to drop into a deep presence and from there it will be known to you you just have to be willing. So if you come in it with the intention of, of wanting, the intention of wanting to connect to that inner wisdom, that's all you need is just have that intention before you move into your meditation. And as you allow your defense mechanisms to drop, you will be taken to where and how to receive this. Personally, for me, it is through the heart center. I have to drop out of my head zone and drop deep within my body into the heart cavity. And in there, I remain really still. And I simply let my breath become super still. Like it's floating in there. I find myself, I'm floating. And there, whatever that I had maybe questions or inquiries or perhaps it's just I want some guidance in this moment and I allow myself to receive it. it means I don't go look for it I don't use my mind or my, my my upper senses to go find it I let it come to me and I may hear something or I might just get a sense of something and I may not hear anything in this very moment but it may come later but what you're establishing is the deepening of a state of presence. And this is what I will be guiding you in this meditation. So to begin, just let yourself come into a position in which you're most comfortable in. An anchor through your breath. As you find your breath, as you breathe in, and you breathe out. Letting your body soften with each exhale, releasing any tension, tightness that might exist through your body. Let your breath, your inhale, feel every part of your body, every cell of your body. Imagining yourself really surrounded by this tube of light, this bubble, this space of light. It's a light that emanates from you, it is within you, of you.
keep settling and softening into this presence that you are. Letting the sensation of possibly floating arise within you as your breath are like waves. They go in and they go out. You're letting your mind simply follow the rhythm of this in and out sensation. Now the waves are getting longer, slower, the breath is slowing down, you're going to feel your exhale draw downwards, longer, slower, letting the mind follow that length, that breath, and your inhale is also long, slow, expansive simply explore this lengthening and slowing down your breath find a place of stillness, like a point between both an inhale and exhale. So we're going to, as you breathe in, you're going to pause and watch the space before you begin to release the breath. Without force, Naturally, the breath will release, and you're watching it release, perhaps feeling it down your legs, down your body, to the earth, and you watch it as it ends, and the inhale begins again, naturally floating inwards. From the earth, from the core, cycling up through the body, life force moving in. And 
when you're watching it and pausing, allowing all the exhale now to begin as it brings source energy through the body. back down do this for a couple more times drop into your chest cavity, into the heart. And here we're going to work on expanding. And at the end of your expansion, pause. And notice sensations and feelings. And release the breath. So now you're focusing your mind into chest, into expanding your heart energy, your heart field. Until you can be suspended in this field. You will no longer pay attention to the inhale and exhale. It will naturally occur. Your body will trust the breath coming in and it will trust the breath leaving. And you'll be in this still point of suspension like you are in space. presence, source energy that is within you, is accessible. You open the invitation to commune, to communicate with it, with you, with your higher self, with your soul self. connection with it, it will feel 
like a dance, like a... Like a reunion that's been a long time, like you haven't seen this friend for a long, long time. Maybe like a like an embrace feeling. Simply explore your own experience here. It is unknown unique and wondrous if you'd like to hear or to see or to sense its presence its message and stay detached from it Notice how long you can hold these moments before the mind comes back in. At the beginning, you're simply exploring. As you get better with this, it deepens and you can stay in this space for a very long time. The truth that everything exists Everything that is in this eternal now exists here, in this moment, in this space of really nothing but everything at the same time. It's what we call stillness, deep presence. So I invite you to practice this as often as you can until you can come into it quicker with more ease and get the guidance that you so seek. For within you, everything is within you, you have all the answers, 
all questions your mind might seek. But only through presence will you know real truth. gently finding your breath again taking a deep inhale a deep exhale feeling your body your hands your legs and just gently begin to come back as your eyes begin to flutter, perhaps open. Meditation is complete. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.